This call is now being recorded. I thought they were fixed. They were not. Well, I think Kanye just wants to date himself, but since he can't do that, he's like, what's he can the kind of, We're like grandmas, you know, but young. Yes, we're young grandmas. Hey guys, it's Katie and Candace, and this is Well, We Tried. <laughs> Oh, I don't think that'll ever not be awkward. Welcome back. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome back to our podcast. What we tried, where we try things and tell you about it. <laughs> That's all you can do is try. Mm-hmm. This episode is going to be interesting because we are starting a series we're starting a friendship series and this will be the first episode Mm -hmm. to the friendship series and we will be talking about toxic friends i feel like everybody has had experience with at least one toxic friend right oh you think there are people walking around who's like i don't have any toxic friends if you don't have any toxic friends, then you might be the toxic friend. So check yourself. Whoa. Slash. <laughs> Go look in the mirror, girl. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but not. Nah, I'm serious. Do you yeah. feel like guys have toxic friends? Yeah. Like, are they the same way as girls? I think they do, but I think it's different in the sense of like how they're toxic is probably different. Oh. Whereas like girl, to- like toxic girlfriends are like very like that's just like a different level of toxic i think these toxic guy friends but i think guys will view it a different way than girls view it yeah i think like guys tolerate less they're kind of like oh i hate that dude like, he's yeah. an asshole it's not they, hanging out yeah exactly <laughs> that's exactly it guys and that's why a lot of girls tend to have more guy friends because guy guys don't talk like if they're not vibing with you they're just like okay bye and they're very straightforward with yeah and what's going on whereas girls it's yeah. like oh my god i hate her but like i'm gonna go to her party i'm gonna like like all her stuff i'm gonna, you know it's like if you hate mm-hmm. her then don't talk to her like i don't understand like she's the worst but she's also my best friend <laughs> <laughs> throw back to my uh throw back to last episode with all my childhood frenemies yeah what the heck <laughs> this is a nice transition <laughs> I don't, honestly, I don't know. I don't know how that happened. I had some really great friends growing up, and I just had some that I think just because maybe they were better friends with my good friends, I just kind of dealt with them. Uh, convenient. I don't know. But yeah, so today's episode is Toxic Friends. Katie, mm-hmm. when I say toxic friends, does like a friend that you're currently friends with right now come to mind? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They know not what they do. <laughs> I know. That's the thing about toxic friends, though. I feel like most of the time they don't even realize that they're toxic or view themselves as toxic. Yeah. I think they know they're being toxic, but if you let them get away with it, then they're like, okay, I have up to this like toxic level with her. Mm. You know, like I feel like as women, we accept more toxic into yeah. just because we like the idea of having a lot of friends so we're like oh well she's a little mean but mm-hmm. you know she's fun sometimes and so we like allow them yeah. to be toxic <laughs> in our lives just for the sole purpose of having a yeah. yeah 
Yeah, they kind of just like you give them an inch and they'll take that mile. And to them, they're just like, oh, this is totally fine because she's never said anything about it before. Exactly. And then when you do bring it up, she's like, you've never said anything about this before. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or the, <laughs> the thing that I've experienced when it's like confronting somebody who has like toxic tendencies is um, the defensiveness. Mm. you know like arguing with a toxic friend is the worst yeah because you try to avoid it which is kind of how you end up being friends with them longer because you're avoiding confrontation and then when you do confront them even if it's like you're super calm about it you're like listen i'm not trying to be mean i just want this to be constructive it's just like immediately off the bat they're defensive they don't want to listen to your side of the story and then they just start attacking sometimes Mm-hmm. You know, attacking things that aren't relevant. And I'm like, no, you're not getting it. Like, these are my feelings. This is how you're making me feel. With toxic friends, you, the reason they're toxic is because they don't take into consideration your feelings. Yeah, no, true. Like, it's very, very true. Um, um, which, which is a situation that I've had is like a one-sided friendship. Mm. So it's like, your yes you both are in a relationship of friendship but like their feelings their whatever they want to do is just always more it's always greater than whatever you want to do or how you feel so if you were to approach that person like you know oh I'm really mad at this then they're like okay but have you thought about how I feel like if so, if one of your friends have ever said like okay but have you thought about what, how I feel when you are clearly in the right and they're clearly in the wrong they're a toxic friend because they're just flipping that around yeah. that you feel bad that you might've put them in a position that they're uncomfortable when they made you in a position that you're uncomfortable in the first place. Yes. Snaps. Snaps, snaps, snaps. (laughs) But I feel like most of my friendships or most of the situations that I've been in that have been like one sided like that. It's been Mm -hmm. usually um, it's with people who are like super entitled. Like the category that I feel like they fall in is like, um, people who are like just super entitled and they think that they're just entitled to the whole world and that like everyone on this earth is just in it to give them things. And then right. uh, that like translates to the relationships where it's like, I always have to give and they can only take. But if I ask for them to give anything, it's like, Oh my God, like, why would you? And it's like, girl, I'm giving my time. I'm giving my attention. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes money, <laughs> And like, I'm asking you to like, take me to the grocery store real quick. And you don't want to do that. Interesting. No, exactly. I completely agree. It's definitely like they're f- they want you to help them and do all these things, but when it's reversed and you're asking for that to be returned, it's inconvenient for them. They're just like, mm, no, okay. you know, because it's like I will go and I will do all these things with you and for you. Like I will drop anything, and I don't ask a lot, but when I do, and you can't give that back, like what the heck? you know what I'm saying it makes me like it makes me want to not be it makes me want to not be as close to them anymore yeah it saddens me because if I consider you a friend it's because I you know I value your opinions I value like who you are as a person so like when in my head when I see a friendship of mine like crumbling or falling apart it makes me really sad because I put a lot of work into my friendships and for something Mm -hmm. as like something as small as that like not being able to uh, reciprocate what I'm putting in to a relation, like a friendship or a relationship that like really, mm-hmm. it really hurts me. I'm like, dang, 
girl, you must not care about me the same way I care about you. Because if you did, this wouldn't be an issue. Yeah, and I think that's kind of part of the reason why girls stick with their toxic friends a lot longer is because it's like, well, I've, we've been friends for like so many years and like we've yeah. had all these memories together. We've gone through all this stuff together. You know, they get like emotionally attached and I think it's really hard for girls to break that off. That's true. I, I agree with that. I feel like it's like, oh my God, but we've been friends since second grade. Like I can't just not be her friend, even though she mentioned- Yeah, and then you feel like you're wasting all that time. oh yeah or have you ever had that friend who is like that one friend who just you don't know if they're your friend or not like everything they say you're like is that a compliment are you insulting me like kind of like the backhanded friend i'll call it the backhanded friend oh so like like, oh, that's a cute shirt. I wouldn't wear that without those jeans, but it's cute. You know, like, have you ever had a friend like that? That'll be like, you don't. I don't think I have. I don't. Oh, they're the worst. <laughs> I don't think I have. I think I kind of ch- I check that stuff at the door. I'm kind of like, eh, I'm not sure about you. Like, I can't read you. And we just don't get that close. They're the worst. Is it Because literally the entire, like, I had one friend like that, just one. And the entire mm-hmm. friendship, we're no longer friends not I think we just drifted apart for this reason but the worst part it was like you just never know like do you really like me or like are you here because yeah why are you here because some comments they would make it's just like thanks I think like I don't I have to question everything that comes (laughs) out of your mouth because I don't know like what that is well I know that like some toxic friends like they try to like keep you grounded they try to like they have to put you down you know they can't like boost you up too much because they're afraid if they like are constantly like amping you up you're just gonna leave they gotta put you down enough that you stick around yeah and that's That's real toxic right there that's on some low self-esteem if you have a friend like that that is and you have that exact person that just came to your mind right now you know what? I'm not even going to say drop yeah. them. Maybe just like you help build up their self-esteem so that their self-esteem is not so low. And then if it still continues, just drop them because that's not that's not good for you. Yeah. And like speaking of that, that kind of like brought something to my mind because a lot of times you'll see it, especially like on the internet and stuff like that. They'll be like, you got toxic people in your life. Drop them. Cut them out. You don't have time for that. But I feel like if these are people that you truly care about, and of course there's exceptions, Mm -hmm. but if these are people that you truly care about, it's like, try and make it work. You know, try and like talk to them, try and help them and work through things and try to better the relationship instead of just being like, "Eh, no, bye. Mm -hmm. I feel like people are quick to like really just like quit altogether and just cut it out. But it's like, it's a relationship. Like you got to work at relationships. Yeah. But on the flip side, I can also see how someone could be so frustrated with like, I've been giving and giving for, you know, our whole relationship. And this person is still Mm -hmm. like taking and taking and taking and not adding any value or adding anything to your life. I could see how someone could be like, no, Mm -hmm. no, bye. Like, I can't do this anymore. And I I could see I could see both sides, I guess. I could see like, yeah, no. You know, communicating uh-huh. and letting them know, but sometimes people are just so toxic that even if you do that, it's just gonna, it's not gonna work in your favor. So if you know your relationship 
that you're in and you know the person well enough, you have to make that call, whether you think if you invest it with them, if they're going to take it well and be open to trying to fix it, or if you know that person and you know that they're not going to change regardless of what you say, I guess that's just up to like you and that person. But definitely I agree with you, Katie, like not every situation calls for like someone to be dropped or, you know, canceled. Right. (laughs) canceled cancel it yeah because like in my experience I've had a lot of um I haven't had like I guess your typical like what I think of a toxic friend like what you would see in like a movie or something I feel like it's more subtle like it's like they more have more like toxic traits versus just like being all around just horrible Mm. you know like I have like they're good friends they're good people I know they care about me and they want like a friendships still with me but I think sometimes they don't realize what they're doing and I don't think that's honestly unlike certain specific relationships it's not really all on them some of it because I have such an easygoing personality that I'm more likely to just like let things go Mm -hmm. so to them they think what they're doing is fine because I'm like "Eh, just let it go yeah you know like it's no big deal like it's not big enough to like have a confrontation about it and so it's like over time, it kind of builds up and I'm kind of like, Ooh, I'm getting a little fed up with this. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I feel like sometimes I hurt myself by kind of feeding into behaviors, yeah. <laughs> which is, I think is toxic for me because it doesn't help anybody. <laughs> I'm my own toxic friend. <laughs> Drop yourself now. <laughs> Out. Oh, <God. laughs> no, I think that I agree. I do have some friends um, even now currently who I'm not going to say any names, but I do have some friends who are good friends. They're great friends. Mm. actually. Um, but when it's convenient for them and I yeah. think that's probably the number one, like out of all the talk, like the jealous friend, the backhanded friend, like out of all those types of like toxic mm-hmm. friendship types, the convenient friend is the one that I think I hate the most, or I just, I can't stand that trait is just because like, why only be a good friend to me when it's convenient for you? Like, why can't you just be yeah. a good friend to me all the time? You know, like I yeah. try my hardest and I'm not going to say I'm the greatest friend ever. Like I know I have faults and I have, you know, things that I have to work on and stuff like that. But I try Mm -hmm. my hardest to be a good friend all the time, whether it's, you know, at three o'clock in the morning or like I'm super busy or when I had finals or like whenever I try my hardest to be a good friend. And so it really frustrates me when I try and try and try. And then I have some friends who are like, yeah, I'll try when I have time or when I'm not busy or, you know, Mm -hmm. it's when it's convenient and it's just like, Mm, like it makes me frustrated he's like obviously when you are there when they are there and they're for you it's awesome like they give all yeah. good stuff back to you like it's great but when it's inconvenient for them they're like I don't care what you're going through like I have to focus on what I'm doing right now and like I'm not saying I need you to stop what you're doing and like drive six hours and pick me up and do all this like no but it could be something very simple <laughs> right right like, God forbid they have something else going on, then my issue automatically gets dropped all the way to the bottom of their list. And it's like, all right, I guess. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Like, it's so inconvenient for them that the priorities are different. Yeah. No. So, yeah, I had a friend like that, too. And I didn't want to stop necessarily being her friend. 
So, and I felt like it was off balance, like how much I was giving versus how much I was getting. Mm-hmm. So I just basically pulled back how much I was giving to kind of match like her percentage of giving. So it was more of a balance mm. and it may not have been like the perfect, you know, friendship from that, but I felt like it bounced it out to make it a happy yeah. medium. Like a happy, yeah, happy medium. Cause it's like, if you're not willing to give so much, why am I going to give you like double, if not more? you know yeah like an unspoken agreement <laughs> oh my gosh it's so hard being a good friend i'm just kidding <laughs> i know so humble too <laughs> <laughs> so humble. Yeah. i i can agree i think i've actually have done that before too but it didn't end as well it didn't end as nicely as yours did because when i pulled mm-hmm. back they took that offensive and then they were like oh. they kind of ended it so it, and I, I just, I didn't like tell them like, Hey, well, I'm only gonna like, I just kind of subtly start, stop doing things that I would do. And I think they yeah. took as she doesn't want to be my friend anymore. And so they like oh. pulled away and I was <laughs> like, okay. Cause that's the one thing too, that I, I am not a chaser in the sense of like, if you don't want to be my friend, if you, if we're in a friendship and you're just like, you know what, Candace, this is just doesn't work. I don't want to be your friend. And you want to just dip? Like, I'm not going to chase you. I, I just, I don't, uh-huh. I don't believe in doing that because I respect whatever your decision. Like, I'm not going to say like, no, please be my friend. Like, what did I do? What can I change? Because I, yeah. I don't feel like, I feel like if there, if that was something that was, that I was able to do, you would have approached me and said, hey, Candace, we need to talk about our friendship. Can, you know, we do this, this, and this. But if some people which is very toxic too. They do that. They threaten to leave just so that you could be like, no, 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 please stay because they want to feel wanted and they want to feel that, that you, you know, cherish your friendship. Like there's very I, people that I would actually consider like, what, why? Like, no, like let's, you know, but like try to make it work. Yeah. And it's not even like try to make it work. Like I'll try to make a friendship work, but I'm not going to chase you for weeks and have you, you know, ignore all my texts and ignore all my calls and like, Mm. you know, start being mean to me. And like, that doesn't make me want to be your friend anymore. So I'm, I'm just not a chaser. And when that friend, when I pulled back and that friend just completely pulled away, I think she was expecting me to be like, Hey, you know, why don't you call me anymore? Why don't you text me anymore? Like, if you don't text, uh, me, you don't text or call me. I'm not gonna sit here and like cry over it because yeah. that's just a decision that you made, and yeah, I move on from it. No, definitely. Hey, you got what you got to do. And you were trying to protect yourself basically by pulling back, mm-hmm. and she just didn't like that because she was getting less from you. Exactly. Because <laughs> she's toxic AF. <laughs> yeah. I always felt like my good like go-to sign to see if like a friend is like really a good friend or if they're toxic is when you get into an argument with them. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like how do they handle disagreements? How do they handle like hey you hurt my feelings? No I'm so sorry. Like that kind of thing. Like I feel like that's just a good sign. Yeah. Like if you get mad fast, I always hated the like, oh, she's mad at me. So she's not talking to me kind of a thing, Mm. you know, like ignoring me. But with that, I also had to learn that people handle arguments and confrontation differently. 
kind of like a love language. Like, what's your fighting language? <laughs> oh my god, we you should totally take that. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to check my because back. We're going to take that. Bye. Because uh, it's true. It's different. People, like, fight differently. They handle their emotions differently. And I remember a friend and I, we actually ended up having a conversation about this, like, our way after, like, a fight that we had, is that we had to learn. We learned each other's argument style. And we had to kind of, like, she was the one to kind of, like, she needed space. She needed to walk away. She needed just, like, a night just to herself. And then, like, the next day... She would usually, like, text me and we figure it out. Whereas me, I'm like, uh-uh, because I'm a Gemini. Like, I'm like, I don't want to fight. I hate fighting. I hate confrontation. Like, let's just get it out now, fix it, so it's over with. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn that, like, with her, I just have to, like, she's not necessarily being awful. She's just handling it differently. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah. like, you definitely have to, like, feel out your friends. Like, what is the toxic behavior versus what's just their personality? It's a very healthy friendship trait that you and her found to do. Um, So, Katie. Yeah. Have you ever encountered, like, the jealous friend, toxic friend? Yes. My entire life. (laughs) Because I've always had those friends that, like, weren't friends with each other, but, like, I was kind of, like, their mutual friend. Mm-hmm. And so, eventually, they would, like, like, get jealous if, like, I was hanging out with one of them, and the other would be, like, ugh. Even if you, like, mentioned the other girl, they would be, like, all put out and irritated. Mm-hmm. Because they don't like them, but it's just, like, okay, well, they're my friend, too. Sorry I get along with everybody. <laughs> Sorry I'm pleasing personality. No, I'm just kidding. But... <laughs> I am so humble. <laughs> yes, I have experienced jealousy friends. A lot. <laughs> Me too. I, I've had a few, but one sticks out the most. And she um, she was fine when we mm-hmm. first became friends. Um, she, like, there was no issues. And then when we became good friends or, like, you know, better friends – she like completely switched up on me and was very like anytime I would hang out with someone else or like go with a different group of friends, she would get super upset and not oh. just like, she wasn't getting mad at the fact that I was with other people. She would just uh-huh. get mad at me. Oh. The event that happened. So that was really frustrating. And then it made me feel like I had to like stick around and like hide, you know, who I'm hanging out with so that she wouldn't get upset with me. And that was just very, like, draining for me to do. Yeah. Um, I feel like with the jealousy friend, though, it kind of goes hand in hand with, like, that needy friend. Like, that friend that's, like, always texting you, always wanting you to, like, hang out with her, always wanting you to, like, go with her to do this, go with her to do that, help her with that. Because if you're not doing those things with her and you're, like, giving your time and attention to, like, other people, then they get jealous because they don't like that. They don't like that you have a life outside of them. Yeah, they feel very um, unsecure in your friendship, which isn't necessarily your fault that they yeah. feel like, like you're just going to leave them for someone better. I don't know. I don't really get the whole concept of being a jealous friend. Like, it makes yeah, me no, feel like we were back in elementary school when you're just like, you can only have one best friend, you're not allowed to have two best friends. So one of the 
few times I remember being like really jealous over like a friend was back in high school. It was after my, I had moved away. So I moved from Alaska to Vegas for high school. And I would watch, like, there'd be pictures of, like, my best friend hanging out with other people and all this stuff. And I would get, like, really jealous. I would never, like, do anything or say anything. And I would have to, like, talk myself down, like, she can't be your only friend. Like, you left. Like, she has to hang out with other people. Mm-hmm. And so I think it came from a jealousy of more of just, like, oh, you're missing out because like, you can't hang out with your friend. But I would get jealous that she'd be hanging out with, like, new people. And I'm like, no, it's supposed to be me. <laughs> That's my spot. Yeah. So it's like I understand it. And I understand if, like, say your friend goes out with a group of friends, like, group of girls or whatever, and she's hanging out and having a good time. It's more of like a FOMO. Yeah. But I think with the toxic, the toxic trait of jealousy, like you were saying, does come from more of, like, an insecurity. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> when I think, too, like, we would all be kidding ourselves if we said that we've never showed like any type of sign or slight trait of like being toxic. Cause I feel yeah. like it's only nature to feel jealous or it's only like to maybe take a little bit more than you give mm-hmm. or to, you know, maybe start some drama. Like I'm not saying that no, like I've never done that or like, you know, right. there's people who've never done that. Like I feel like everybody has had some type of little toxic, trait in them you know at some point in their life Mm -hmm. Um, but I think what makes the difference between that and like becoming a toxic person Mm -hmm. is if you allow that little trait to like look like grow and blossom and like consume you completely yeah it becomes who you are versus just the trait that you have or um, a trait that you had in the past Mm -hmm. I think that's the difference between like a toxic person and someone who had a little bit of like toxic traits that kind of like what you were talking about earlier right like what's a trait and what becomes your personality yeah because I don't want anyone to think that like me and you think we're like just these like perfect non-toxic people like I'm not gonna say that I'm toxic by no means am I toxic but I'm not gonna say like oh I've never been toxic before in my life because I'm sure there's probably been a time where I've unintentionally done something that might have been toxic yeah Um, or it could be viewed as toxic, but I definitely don't, don't think that, uh, there's a person that's just never, like, just, I honestly, I maybe just, I don't believe in like the perfect person, or, like right. the perfect anything. We all have our faults. Yeah. Some are just worse than others. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're a toxic friend, then yours is just significantly worse. So stop being toxic. And if you're like listening to this right now and you're like, oh my God, I think I'm the toxic friend. You know what? That's okay. Like, we're here to help yeah. you. Like, just reach out. I'm just kidding. But in all honesty, like, if you're really like, oh my God, I do all of those things or like, I do that. We're not saying you're a bad human being. Right. You're just like trapped. We're just saying what you're doing could have a really significant like impact on the people in your life that you care about. And I'm not saying that if you're a toxic friend, you don't care about your friends, but mm-hmm. the impact that you might be having on their life could be like significantly bad for them and maybe you should change the way you view your friendship for the sake of their feelings and you know them in general right and like toxic traits like like you're saying it doesn't make you a horrible person usually it comes from 
some point in your life of like vulnerability and you're trying to protect yourself from that or you're trying to get something that you never got when you were younger or something like that. And so you end up kind of growing into these toxic traits just to kind of like protect yourself. And so like, it's okay. And it's really good if you realize that I realize that in myself sometimes I'm just like, Ooh, maybe I need to like work on that. And I have Mm -hmm. like some self-reflection. Yeah. Toxic, toxic friends are hard, but doesn't always, it's not as simple as just black and white, like cut them out kind of a thing. It's, it's definitely something that requires work on both of your ends and if you decide to end it just let it be like a mutual thing mm-hmm. and it will say like a mutual thing if you decide to end it let it be because if you don't it's going to do more harm to you because in the end too you don't want to keep friends like yes you want to make your friends happy but at what expense like if you are being drained mentally and physically and maybe financially from being friends with this person, mm-hmm. then I would say just jump ship. Yeah. Like never let someone else's happiness come at the expense of your own happiness. Yes. If someone's like keeping you from growing as the person you want to be, maybe it's time to part ways. Just wave from afar. <laughs> just, you know, you don't mean you don't have to like hate them, but you don't have to like kiss their ass. Yeah. That's true. And if you have a really toxic friend that you're going to cut out, it's okay to still care about that person, even if you're not still technically friends with them. You Mm -hmm. still want the best for them, but what is best for you? Yes. And on that note, Hmm. we'd like to talk about somebody who isn't toxic to us. Our boss has bitch of the week. Yay! (laughs) And that is Miss Christine. I'm a bitch, I'm a boss, I'm a bitch and I boss, I'm a shine like a Oh my gosh, I love Christine so much. She is still just my favorite advisor ever. And I like all the advisors. So before I say that, um, Christine is our, well, was our sorority um, chapter advisor, one of Mm -hmm. them. We have a few. And um, basically her job or her responsibilities were to just kind of make sure that if we ever needed any resources or if we ever needed guidance that she was kind of there all the advisors are kind of there to guide us and help us you know with the function of the chapter Mm. and Christine is just an all-around great human being like I just feel like if we had more Christines in the world that this world wouldn't be so shitty yeah no kidding she's Um, she's kind she wants to help other people. She like she's wants just, to bring out the best in other people. And I love that. She's, she's all about empowering and empowerment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know there's that, that really cliche saying now, this is like empowered women, empower women. And I'm not saying cliche as in like it's wrong. I'm just saying like we see it everywhere now. Right. But in all honesty, like Christine like lives that. Like that is her. Like yes. she, she empowers women. And I think that's because she's been empowered and through helping women like find her, their voice and that she's kind of found her own. And she's kind of found where she feels she's best suited and yeah. where she's best needed and is helping women, you know, gain that power to, you know, do whatever they need to do or be whoever they need to be. Right. 
Right. But yet she's still, she's still very grounded and very approachable. Like you could go to her easily. You're not intimidated by her, you know? <laughs> She's a, awesome. she's a great mentor to have. She is. Um, and we love you, Christine. And love you. I miss you so much. <laughs> <laughs> so much. Help me with my life. <laughs> advise me for the rest of my life. Thanks, buddy. You signed up for it. <laughs> Sisters this for life. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, um, that is pretty much the end of this episode. Yeah. I, we do want to mention that we faced a few technical difficulties when filming this. Sorry. Um, so much so that like Katie moved around to a different spot. I had to, I tried to move to my closet. Like it, it's been a hot mess trying to get um, this episode up. I don't know why we're experiencing so much technical difficulties, but we tried to make this as smooth as possible. So just bear with us. We're still learning and figuring out um, this whole like podcast world. Mm-hmm. But if you hear anything that sounds glitchy or, you know, a little robotic or whatever, it's just because we've experienced some booty gaka technical difficulties. So I we're think, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think Zoom is starting to break after how many months of quarantine that people are using it. <laughs> I think it's starting to fall apart. <laughs> Everyone get off Zoom. <laughs> Please get off Zoom so that we can do our podcast. Thank you. Your meeting can wait, but this cannot. And for those who are like, why are they on Zoom? Um, Our podcast is remote. And even if we weren't in quarantine, we would still be using Zoom because we live in two different states. So Yeah. Yeah. We're not right in front of each other. Well, we are, but with a computer in between us. And if this episode made you laugh or smile, don't forget to show us some love and share us with your friends and family. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts and you love us, make sure to leave us with five stars. Good review. It really helps us out. If you want to help us out a little extra, though, because you love us a little extra more, you can find our link to our listener support on our Instagram. Podcasting is free, but running our brand isn't. So anything that helps us continue putting out amazing content for you all would be greatly appreciated. Yes, and you can always follow us on IG at Welp We Tried, Welp with an H, to stay up to date on future episodes. If there's anything you really want to hear us chat about, um, just slide into our DMs or leave a comment under any post, and we'll just see what we can do. But again, all opinions in our podcast are just that, opinions. (laughs) So if they match up with yours, that's awesome. But if not, well, well, we tried. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>